Welcome everyone to episode 8 of the Illustration Insights podcast and the third and final taken from our first ever Illustration Block Party event which we ran on the 6th of October 2018 in Manchester in the UK. If you missed the last episode we heard from illustrator Ben Newman. Ben talked about a range of things including what happened when his work got nicked, why he draws a cat for a living and what it's like to have two children and work for yourself. It's worth a listen if you haven't heard it already. In this episode, you will hear from illustration duo Jing Zhang and James Wignall, otherwise known as Mutant Hands. Here's a few facts about Mutant Hands if you don't already know who they are. Jing is originally from Japan and settled in London where she met James. They've both recently moved from East London to Harrogate in Yorkshire Jing was a judge on the DNAD panel in 2018 and James provides the animation elements to Jing's animation work as well as his own. Both Jing and James are fantastic people to learn from. They're focused on developing their skill sets and are always keen to share their insights. You can follow Mutant Hands at various points online. We'll post the links in the description to the podcast and as always, Get involved in the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. That is incredibly important. If you've got an opinion, share it. We'd love to know what you think. We'll be publishing the episode notes to the show and we'll put a link in the description to this podcast. And also, please do remember to subscribe via your podcast app if you like what you hear and also sign up to the mailing list and the link to which we'll put in the description to this podcast again. We hope you gain something new from our conversation. We'll look forward to catching up next time for another episode of Illustration Insights. Thanks very much. Illustration. Not party. Jing and James are collectively known as Mutant Hands. Is anyone familiar with their work already? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After this you will be. So... Um, just as a quick intro, Jing and James are Mutant Hands, One Creative Studio. Jing is an illustrator mm. and, uh, to quote your website as well, has an intricate infographical style. Yeah. Did we put that? Why? <laughs> Why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> I think that's pretty accurate, to be fair. I think it's yeah, supposedly. Yeah. yeah. And then James is an animator with a bold visual style. Can I put that? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's the split. So animation, illustration, essentially, which is quite an interesting collaboration as a couple, which is really nice. And could you guys give a one-sentence description as to, obviously, the majority of people haven't seen you before. How do yeah. you describe yourselves? It could be a collaboration, so it's fine. Yeah, so um, I'm an illustrator, and I'm from China originally. So, and I draw information stuff, and like advertising stuff. 
that more than one sentence? Yes, that Sorry. is one sentence. That's very effective. That's very effective. I'll talk about doing it again. James, do you want to have your turn? I'm going to say design, animation, and affection. Slow, stroke, sandwich artist. Nice. There you go. So in terms of how brief comes in, uh, probably the best way to describe how your creative process works is if, um, I guess, to quote some of the, so obviously you work with American Express, Jack Daniels, Carphone Warehouse, big brands. Yes, how does, it, how does a brief get distilled down? So how do you, do you both sit down with it or does do one um, of you? It's actually, we work, we've always been working separately and then only until recently we signed to um, work together. Mm-hmm. So I always worked in illustrations and James always always worked in a different discipline and more like broadcast. And then um, I worked loads and loads of um, advertising companies. So um, there was just lots of uh, campaigns and after campaigns. So it's always a seasonal. So very different to Ben. Ben is more like hands-on and all the in- interesting stuff. And what my stuff is mostly is just a little bit too commercial. So um, it's quite <laughs> yeah, it's very honest to say. Very honest speaking, I'm very money driven. <laughs> so I just like kind of uh, wherever money comes from, profit comes from, I'm just drawn into that. You're so Chinese. Yes, yeah, I'm very Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, all my personal projects is just like, all my, I've done lots of uh, personal projects, but it's all driven because of, uh, oh, I can see the money comes from there. So, <laughs> so it just like, it just dictates all of your uh, personal uh, kind of into more, something more fun, but um, you can see the profit coming. So it's all the pound size and more high. <laughs> <laughs> when a brief comes in, depending on what the style they're after, I think we kind of, if, it, if it's more, um, if it's more infographic based like what you do, then mm. we'll just sit down and go through it. And if they want an animation, then how, how that works as an animation too. Because mm-hmm. obviously uh, illustration is quite a, it's a very linked discipline to animation, but to think of like how stuff moves as opposed to just how it is as one image is very different. Yeah. So I think we sit down, think about how it works, and then try and uh, put together a realistic timeline to the client and uh, try not to oversell. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. And then, well, hopefully you undersell and over-deliver, don't you? That's the, that's the idea. That's the, yeah, that's the nirvana, isn't it, I guess? And, and how that split works is, yeah, it's an interesting balance, I think, because obviously it's a perfect... I mean, how do you... Is, is the focus to grow that out as an agency? Or yeah, I think, like, um, we've done a couple of projects recently where we've started uh, subcontracting, you know, uh, to, like, uh, friends we've worked with who we, you know, trust to do a good job and what have you. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea in the future is to grow as a, as a small studio and... Yeah, it goes. Yeah, because uh, we are fundamentally very different. Even though we both work in a creative, um, it's quite well. It's quite. It's not a unusual thing for marriage for a couple because quite it's a lot not of a great thing for marriage, and, is it? Really? <laughs> I don't know. But um, but lots of the times it's actually uh, we're very mm. different style. Mm. And then my style is loads and loads of um, uh, lots of things put together. It's mm. very um, uh, isometric and it's very um, like lots of a uh, three dimensional. And then it's very digital. And so what I say is completely different to Ben. And then it's mostly just loads and loads of things like clustered together. So I think I believe it's a clusterfuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> but the, the, there is lots of a uh, brief always ask for the same thing that mm. which I really hate about. But that's <laughs> how it is though. You're only, like, in our industry, you're only as good as your last project really. Mm. So you get commissioned based off the back of your last project. Mm. Which is quite as important for stuff like uh, Instagram to do stuff that's fun because you know, you're going to be doing it ad nauseum. <laughs> yeah, well that's it. I think that's, yeah, to talk about your work in terms of on an animation basis, I can imagine it's like uh, just another <coughs> realm to look into because there's so many intricate parts to it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Has, has anyone seen Jing's work before? They've seen it, yeah. 
Okay, definitely should. And I think this is a one running theme across the day. Like, oh, I have no fucking idea. What the fuck? Um, At least the name's correct this time, it, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you've got to try and obviously check that out because I think from a from a brief perspective, that must be quite an interesting journey to go on. Mm. But either way, because I think in terms of an infographical style, mm. that can be applied to so many different things. I know you say obviously a commercial basis, but it is so commercially adaptable like so yeah. many people could use it I've done art stuff <laughs> have you? Okay. yeah yeah. I've done art stuff definitely but um, yeah. you did a cover for computer art years ago I've like no that was uh, my first commission that was very different no, quote, it's, it's I like, thought that was the thing that kicked things off didn't it? yeah was that, that was 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, all I mean, yeah it's very it's more arty than uh, infographics no I, I'm not really proud of this so <laughs> whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alright, so don't look at Jing's cover on computer apps. No, just don't. <laughs> Definitely don't Google that. Yeah, just don't look into that, that's yeah. fine. <laughs> but talking about the progression, so DNAD, are people familiar with DNAD? Okay, so Jing was a DNAD judge from this year? Yeah, this right? year. Okay, so <laughs> in terms of that journey, how, how did you get selected to be a judge? Maybe because I'm female and minority ethnic, so they feel like they take a mark. So I think that's it's like an SEO search term. Yeah, so uh, they, they're always <laughs> advocating um, like gender equality and like oh, just you need absolutely. Is you yeah, all the boxes. Yeah, all the <laughs> So oh, we got this a Chinese female. Female, female. So maybe that's why. So that's definitely not why. Yeah. That's definitely not why. That might be the sprinkle on the top, but that's yeah, definitely I think not that's why. So. But everyone knows it's like. Um, Creative directors of BBDO, and that's the president of like um, um, like something something like I've never heard of, but so many acronyms of their names. What what what's your title or so or something ABC or something like that? So, so everyone is just like um, um like Why they just we make up a, a long acronym for our company. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, what what's like EZD or something like that? Yeah, so yeah, There are so many type, but you know how the advertising industry yes. works. It's all about networking. I mean, nothing to do. If you like, if you're like, I'm sure yeah, everyone is super talented, but sometimes it's sometimes not all the time. It's mm. just uh, about like networking, yeah. and then uh, that's why I find um, like knowing people sometimes can be quite helpful, but not all the time. But still, like good work, still like really have to take a. There's good quite a few people, and obviously we can't name names so well, but. <laughs> Their work is very, very average, but but they're very good at selling themselves. So that's like half the battle, really. Like networking, yes. selling yourselves. Like you do half your deals over a pint, really. Yeah. Then, but yeah, there's a lot of average people who get a lot of good contracts just because they're outgoing, which is fair enough, you know. But, but it's, it, so. it's, it's not always about the work. No, yeah. I guess, and it's an interesting thing because this kind so of don't bother trying. This <laughs> <laughs> social media pressure, so this kind of like, oh, I've got to release X, I've got to get X amount of likes, I've got to do X, Y, Z. That I know that Ben Ben's talked about it previously, and like this idea that likes don't equal mm. success. Well, that's, that's an true. interesting dynamic because there's quite, a, it's, again, in kind of the other end of the spectrum, a lot of really good illustrators who actually buy followers and buy likes. And that reflects really badly, in my opinion. But yeah. uh, you know, some people get commissions because of all mm. the fake. You know, oh, look, he's really popular. Rather than looking, oh, actually, they're all fake. So it's it's really bad. But it's, it's interesting, it's though. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, the idea of fake followers is yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird. I think I don't know. Does anyone feel that that's kind of surpassed now? That isn't a thing. Like you know, would you look at someone's work and have no likes on it, but still like it yourself, <laughs> as in physically like it? Is that a thing? Is that a barrier to entry? Does anyone feel like that? So it's in. Do you do you look at work and if it isn't being you know socially accredited, if you like, do you still like it? Do you still have that? Oh, yeah. I think that yeah. there's, there's yeah. enough of a sign. Yeah. Still, it kind of depends on the 
can't help but look at the success in terms of like and follow, even though it doesn't account to anything. Yeah, subconsciously. Yeah. It, but it, 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 it doesn't. Does, the only thing right? that likes does is put it to more people. Yeah. Yeah. And it just snowballs from there. But it, it wouldn't don't like it if it was shit. No. No, <laughs> just a like because everyone else. That is a has good any, parameter. Has yeah. anyone right. read about Banksy this wait, morning? Wait, wait, I want to talk about yeah. Twitter. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you couldn't. Sorry. But it does account for something because we, we did a project um, last year for uh, for Twitter for the internal agency, and they were saying unless you've got a certain amount of followers, uh, they won't commission you. So well, like is the, that right? Yeah, no, that was, yeah. seriously. Yeah. But that is how the future horrendous. goes. Yeah. <coughs> They're just having lots of this kind of um, uh, influencers, influencers market, and mm. this and it's not just um, Twitter. It's also Instagram and Facebook. They're doing the same thing, and then they're trying to take over the the advertising industry because they have a huge platform. And this kind of a platform is a very uh, I don't really uh, fancy using apart from like Behance, which I use quite a lot, mm. and I don't really use um, Instagram that often. But um, it's very rarely sometimes it might come into use. Like so. Um, if you like, if you haven't started, maybe get an Instagram account and then just try to build it. Obviously, how it goes. And then I have a uh, quite lots of friends are saying they find really lots of good work from Instagram. But uh, but for me, I think it just yeah. Sometimes the the audience can be quite mix and match. Like for me, it's all of our followers. It seems to be students. I mean, so yeah. you can't really find work from. I mean, it depends what kind of work that you do. But it's just uh, yeah, yeah. like everyone has a different kind of experience. So um, I think if you're like starting out, just aiming yourself for the right market. I think behind is very good for me for example okay. yeah it's got lots of like art directors you want your work to be found by the art directors mm -hmm. so uh, rather than the competitors <laughs> so and um, you just expose yourself to the art directors yeah and then because they are the, the commissioning it's like oh i'm going to put her forward to the client so they are the one promoting you to clients so whenever like you might not always have the opportunity and they might not mature at the end the project might not succeed but you just you have more exposure to the art directors and it's not the other audience it's not your competitors it's the art directors that you need to put your work forward to yeah 100 percent. has everyone got behance as a as an outlet does anyone use that okay it's cool because i it's, for me like it's not even immediately i guess from an outsider's point of view where you would think to go like it would mm. be an instagram twitter kind of general top instagram level is too too broad i can imagine it's pretty saturated yes, it's as well very and yeah, it's very not just Mm. It's all that it's like um it's not a very um uh, targeting as well. Yeah, but no. to be honest, you might just do all three. You're gonna put work out on one. You might as well publish to all of them. But you only have so much of a time, and it's just <laughs> yeah, you have to like like nursing your kids sometimes. <laughs> so sure. yeah, so it just but I just don't <laughs> but the, don't it. put the too much of time on um social media as well. Like, apparently, it's your career as well, but if it putting too much time on it and at the end you're kind of losing yourself it just yeah, yeah it's not worth it yeah it doesn't become doesn't give you that kickback <clears throat> I guess <clears throat> essentially this is another don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it so, so we'll just move to somewhere <laughs> remote and then just yeah. set up out there so what's the biggest advice for the uh, the young professional just don't bother <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like protecting our interests yeah. that's what this whole thing is about just don't do it <laughs> I'd love to have seen you do the, the DNAD judging it's like well that's shit don't even bother about it that was <laughs> very intense actually and we we were debating was. with lots of uh, people from all disciplines mm. and then you learned a lot and at the end they, they were chosen to give the yellow pencil to um, the letterpress and uh, no, sorry to the uh, typography of Guardian oh. and the, I think they've done a brilliant nice, job though. it was really nice and then it was just uh, it was just 
and um, it's not like the wowing factors or we're debating it's not wow I mean come on and this typography is really difficult it's very complex and it's so it's years and years of effort and then lots and lots of expertise put mm -hmm. together so we that oh that's the piece need to get the on the yellow and then you, it's not like um, something trendy it's not like something just it's um, timeless it's timeless yeah, design something's timeless and the people will know yeah, yeah. yeah I can imagine it it's like you say it must be an odd scenario to be in especially from and this goes back to what we were saying before about illustration and animation trying to blend those two styles together mm. and it's good that you guys have obviously got that mindset and obviously that's the reason why we're trying to bring together everybody that's in the room that you do look at creativity on a broader spectrum. Mm. So I think that's a big accolade outside, or joking aside from the ethnic minority, <laughs> women side of things, as to being obviously voted on as a judge. It's just the mindset that you have to try mm. and bring those styles together. Talking about winning new work, mm. what's the most prolific way that you guys generate work? Because obviously you're fully sufficient. This is your full-time gig. This is what you do. Mm. Yeah. As a couple as well, you know, that's the other thing. Like in some scenarios, it might be one person Risking in that scenario. <laughs> I would yes. say charm is our biggest asset. <laughs> I would agree sure. with that, James, 100%. I think there's two facets, really. I think one is established clients and mm -hmm. work well with them, so that's always your repeat business. Yeah. And then I, I do think social media, like Behance, Instagram, mm. there has been quite a few projects that have come through self-generated stuff. Mm, and also uh, knowing your niche, knowing your discipline, your uh, your style is very important because mm -hmm. I knew as because like, you know that I'm very money driven, so I just know what my my market is like. I just I'm not know money driven, by the way. <laughs> I just this know that my work is appealing to technology markets, so I'm just like just focusing on that. So, but there's also got the downside, the massive, um, the massive pros and cons. The cons of it is just um, you keep doing the same thing over and over again. So in the last few years, I've done like like, like twenty times twenty projects of um, focusing on smart cities. Yeah, and then so that is just like, oh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, and then I whenever I have a conference call, it's always oh, smart cities, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to have like smart traffic and everything, and just like new everything. What they're gonna say the next? So it's just well, you can open up your old project and just like you know just hue shift it and then done. Wow, well, wouldn't invert, say so yeah. blatantly yeah. in the public space, or so maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> May or may not have happened. Yeah, may or may not happened. <laughs> but do you, do you have an agent? Like, yeah, yeah, I do. You do have an agent. Have you always had an agent? I always have an agent. Okay. Um, like can be different sometimes, but I always have a rep. So uh, <laughs> it's it's sometimes um, yeah. I I so far I find it um, Americans because I calculate which agent generate money the most. Now I'm just like. Always it's full of like Alan Sugar in it. It's like, literally straight out. It's not, I know, but it's not very good advice, perhaps. But it's, and uh, you have to balance your sheets all the time to see yep. where, um, which one, and then you say, oh, this market's not don't, doing too well, and then you're thinking of, uh, maybe you're just doing something. So mm -hmm. a lot of it's based on currency exchange rates at the moment, isn't it? Uh, it's not so. It's not actually uh, not quite like that. Um, like quite a lot of her but I, I do keep a very good relationship with my current agent so far yeah. and then I used to be with and then they were, those guys were talking about YCN I was with them like ever since they started started oh, as wow. well no yeah way. when okay. I'm oh, trying to like revealing my age so <laughs> it's, it's not good um, but yeah they when they were an um, agency and mm. then um, I um, even the, and then both Ben and Dan they were t he was talking they were talking about I uh, have a couple of names <laughs> oh yeah we uh, Owen so? yeah I know uh, <laughs> Owen Gildersleep and then we share the same agent previously with um, Adrian Pecker I don't want to hold up Adrian sure. Pecker yeah. yeah it's like a very Nordic uh, yeah well, yeah yeah. yeah. So and um, also um, later on, um, and also MP, which is um, Tim. Yeah. Tim's um, a producer at um, YCN. And also, yeah, and oh, he right, left. Okay. 
So he left and he started um, and then he joined a group called um, um, MP. So mm. they, apart from photography, they also do illustrations as well. So I joined them for about a year, mm-hmm. and then um, so and then I, got, I joined the American one, which called BNA, mm. which is a massive, massive agency, and then mm-hmm. they just like they are very big. So it's called like a part of a big group. So um. With this big agency, everything you're dealing with different agents in the, in the same. But, but the good thing is they're American and they're UK based, so it makes things easy. It's more under one roof. Yes, yes. That is it's it. Very oh, interesting. Yeah, I was going to say in terms of working, because James, you won a ADC Young Guns. That was a long time. That was a long time ago. <laughs> but it's three ADC Young Guns. Is that? Is that nothing since? <laughs> <laughs> Prolific. At least you're consistent. Yeah. Prolific in video games. Oh, the uh, uh, ADC and YCN linked, or is that, am I getting that wrong? No, completely uh, separate. So, uh, YCN said their own, um, what's it called, their own uh, award show called, uh, called Young Gun Creative, which I think, well, you won and uh, Dan won. Yeah. And that was all based upon uh, the Art Directors Club in New York, which is the ADC's. Oh, right. So, so that's the link. That, yeah, that's the link. Thing. But Can you send this for Alpha and tell them that they copied? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this, uh, the equivalent version is the young, uh, the young blood. Yeah, that's right. From yeah. Uh, DNA yes. the, the, the to foundation the young of the ADC award was that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah, just so more. They um, stole it. Yeah, oh. basically. But they, they did tailor it to more uh, uh, recent graduates to kind of get a leg up, which is it's a good idea. To be fair. Yeah, I think it's anything it's like in that space is obviously going to be valuable. <laughs> but yes, obviously, that's yeah. something you do have as a, uh, a mantelpiece piece. I went into meeting. I went to meet the guy who uh, runs uh, YCN, and he was asking me all about ADC. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, if you haven't heard of it, you should look it up. And if you ever win the young gun, and then you are never afraid of finding jobs. It will only jobs come to you. I disagree. <laughs> I know, but oh, maybe not you. <laughs> but um, like all the are. young, all the young guns, and they are just like super famous people right now. Like um, a lot of them. So it's a very like James. Uh, so, <laughs> so, check so, out my Kim Kardashian photos. <laughs> and also, you get to go to the ceremony in New York, and then the, the everything is so grand in New York for the ceremony. That's just um, American, though. Isn't yeah, it's really? a very very American thing. So. Um, so I was about to say that has mm-hmm. anyone heard of the stories of um, uh, not no the news today Banksy, Banksy. No, what happened with Banksy today? What no, they, Banksy? This, the, what? the really? auction he auctioned the, the balloon the the red balloon girl yeah yeah at the auction as soon as it was sold one point one billion million or one, something one million one, yeah more than one million right and then it shredded wow. itself shredded they shredded it yeah, yeah no they didn't it's it's self shredding. Oh wow! Oh no way! So they sold it and it's self-shredded. It's self-shredded. Yeah, like they have this beat yeah. and then just. Yeah, <laughs> and just have. It's just. Like, it's hidden. It. It's all hidden, and then everyone was like, "Got smart." And I was, Ooh, just like. I worked out earlier. Like, if you take one of the shreds, it's about thirty grand. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like a glamour. But the actually, but actually, um, the, the some of the people saying that. Um, did we actually, make any prints? We should have brought no, some prints in the shredder. The, the, um, <laughs> the value might have even increased because Banksy himself set himself out as a, like anti-establishment. Yeah. But ironically, he's yeah. quite an es- establishment. establishment himself. Yeah. So it's very um, it's very ironic that and he's always gone a different way to what he does. And then so it's very interesting. And then now people are saying that it might worth even more money. But isn't that kind of frigging ridiculous? Yeah. It's just, that is pretty mental. It's right? like whatever you do it's going to work for fortune but it seems like you know if you get to a certain stage in life then or a certain fame or whatever then no matter what you do you could shit on that table and they'll be like oh wow that's yeah, a yeah. million pounds that is <laughs> it's ridiculous illustration Look.
party. It, it seems like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kiss, anyone know the band Kiss? Yeah. So they released, um, obviously they all had their faces and makeup mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. and for like their heart, they're very good at building up a core fan base. And so they sent out a picture of them unmasked in the 70s to a select three people in their fan base. And they pulled out the picture and they, all, they, they were there, like without any of their makeup, like Gene Simmons, all the rest of the guys. And then it faded because it hit the air. And it's the same sort of thing. I wonder if there's something in That's that. Good. Just kind of just having that little bit of like inclination, but then just a little bit of give and then take it away again. It's quite didn't, didn't Gene Simmons do like an American TV show where he was like the, uh, not, the not the boss, but like, I will see. Yep. <laughs> it, you know, he's a bit like taking over from Trump or whatever, doing the. Oh, uh, like The Apprentice. Yeah, like the Apprentice, that's what I was looking for, yeah. It was like a similar TV show. Mm. Like Maybe it's probably more I music it, based. Well, it's his, yeah. I think it's his or kind of. Based, I don't know. Tongue based. It could be a tongue based thing. He had a long so, tongue. To make sense of that Banksy thing, mm. art is telling a story, I guess, in simple terms. That's true. And so the story is developed. In a massive way, because we're all talking about it. I mean, it's, big, it's bigger than the item itself. Yes. yes. So something's happened to that particular artwork that's it's bigger then. than the artwork itself, so what's left of it is now part of the story. So yeah. people are like, I want part of that story, because in 100 years' time, they might still actually still be talking about it. Yeah, it's mm. going to so be, be like Mona Lisa. It's going to be like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be like Mona Lisa. Just yeah, evidence exactly. of a history. Yes. And then, yeah, but. Like if you're not Banksy, would you risk do that? <laughs> it's like it's I just if we did that, like, well, yeah, like, well, good job. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something in that, like talk about commercialising what you do. Mm. Um, it's not necessarily. It's just thinking about what you do as an asset, as a product. Yeah. And we've all got a skill set to produce a product, and it's been learning how to market that mm. appropriately. And obviously, you're very savvy in doing that, both <laughs> of you. Clearly, so that makes sense. <laughs> And on, on the agent side of things, so in terms of building up what you mm. want to do as your proposition, how the agent fit in that? Will there be a point where you get rid of the agent and just go direct and want to build up an agency? Yeah, um, maybe not. Let's not tell being agent. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it under wraps, one room, four walls. be fine. I think it's always, it's always good to have an agent because it kind of, you know, it's just more potential revenue streams and then you kind of grow something outside of that too. Yeah. If it becomes too much and does take over, then maybe, but I don't know. I mean, we're only like a duo at the moment, so I don't it's going to be quite a long way away. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but um, but my my agents they are also very well connected, but they because of um they're very big companies in America, um in New York, and uh, so they they're very well connected, and especially Americans got so much of uh, advertising like technology like not like experience and knowledge, and so they just know what they're doing, and then they just like, constantly uh, send you work, and then you 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 can only feel tired. Like, no, I don't want this. No, I don't want this. It's probably better um, to evolve the collaboration side. Mm. As opposed to going separate, yeah, in a way, yeah, and also, well, it's better, much better in the position that mm. you keep saying no to job rather than <laughs> job keeps saying no to you. So um, why, yeah, yeah why well, yeah, would there. you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> so why would you like lose your another income stream? So um, maybe yeah, but but eventually, um, but uh, do you have plans to grow as company? So <laughs> I don't sure. know, maybe so. <laughs> Probably, but um, I quite enjoy just doing my things. But also, it's a, it's a. It's well, I think that with with like kind of, kind of grow a company, there's pros and cons to both. Like it's quite nice where we we have the freedom to do what we want at the moment because we just mm. uh, you know it's just us two as a unit. Mm. Whereas when you start taking on people, <coughs> or have you, you know, then you start worrying about your overheads and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. It becomes a very different beast. Yes. So I think there's it's something you need to need to plan for. 
That's yeah, what, which, which I believe the future will be more and more like a freelance based. Like yeah, I you think I saw people dotted all around. Project, yeah, all project will be freelance creative directors and freelance producers and everyone, well, I mean, and the future is not like a near future, but a quite long future. Everyone will be freelancing and then, mm. but uh, yeah, I think eventually. It's probably nearer than we think, you know. I think it's probably like, you know. Yeah, so, so just don't you don't need to rush into joining a big agency from the very first beginning so you can s- just test yourself and see how it goes and then start publishing your work to the audience and then to like Behance and a good network because um, um, what is good about Behance is like um, you can put a location where you're based and then you put yourself forward and then the company you can test the water really. yeah I can I test the water and see what works yeah and then yeah we've done that quite lots of times in the past and then um yeah, and then I left my job in the, my full-time job, and I started yes. doing individual stuff, and then just completely independent. So, and then what well, James was, um, he's been more freelance more than I do, <laughs> so uh, longer than I have. So, so it's much easier for him. It's like, oh yeah, don't worry, it's just you know, but yeah, just. Well, you, it's like anything in life. You're always afraid of what you don't, un- what you don't know. Yeah. But as soon as you, as soon as you just go out there and yourself into it, it usually works out fine. Usually. <laughs> but I would recommend if you, before going freelance or anything like that is uh, you do work for an agency or a company for a good couple for a couple of years first, just because of how uh, how workflow works and that kind of side of things and name your bloody layers. <laughs> but um, just yeah, because obviously if you if you're going out freelance straight away from university or what have you, then mm. uh, there's a, there's much higher potential to burn bridges, which down the line can really shoot you in the foot because no matter what size of the city, like. It, like as uh, you know, Ben when he was mentioning all those names, like yeah, we know those guys. It is a small community, it's so if you burn small. a bridge, then it can have detrimental effects in the future. That's really good advice. I think it's funny because like, everyone just thinks yeah. <laughs> in your face. I'm gonna throw this on the. But just thinking like oh, I've graduated and I need to crack on. I need to get out of there. I need to start generating my whatever it may be. I was just saying like the amount of people who put themselves online, call themselves bloody art directors outside, yes. or art directors and creative directors. Do you know how many like nineteen-year-old creative directors there are? <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not that. Just get the experience and then work to that. Yeah. Don't. I mean, again, it's, it's all about not shooting yourself in the foot. That's what. That's the. Uh, oh yeah, and don't bother. <laughs> Basically, just jack it in. It's fine. It's not, but I think when you draw um, from the day you were born to the day you obviously, hopefully, you know, <laughs> that point where you you know you colour in where you're up to now, it's a pretty small percentage of that time. And if you think about where how far you've got to go and that space that you've got to be able to improve, it's quite a long way. Um, Inspiration-wise, how do you guys gain inspiration? Where do you normally go? What's your normal? Apart from each other, clearly. <laughs> And where uh, you live, because you've moved, Somebody right? else's work. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. you've, you've, where have you moved to? So you've gone from East London, so what we were just talking about before, mm. with Mr Bingo and everybody there. It's quite to, a, it's a where natural, you know? uh, natural progression. progression. We've uh, gone from East London to Harrogate. Harrogate! Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Yeah, so how's that been? How's that been as an area to move to and inspiration? It's very quiet, uh, much quieter. Much less stabbings. Yeah. A <laughs> less lot less stabbing. <laughs> less stabbing, not a re- room. Yeah. Betty's tea room, great tea and cake. Great tea room, yeah, Betty's. Yeah, yeah. The people are very nice. Yeah, um, like very, legitimately very, nice. Yeah, well. very nice. <laughs> very, very friendly. That I'm, I'm not used to it yet um, because back in London, we're living in um, like a new build block and then when you, 
the, the most friendly things you do is just give a smile <laughs> in the lift. Because <laughs> you <laughs> like went from China to East London. Yeah. Right? And then that's completely different. Yeah, it's a completely crazy. different Crazy. And Jing told me recently this is the first time she's lived in anywhere that isn't a flat. Or a city. Or a city. Oh, yes. It's quite a big culture shock, I would imagine. Yeah, it obviously, is. Obviously, for you, James, as well, oh, right. obviously. And how long yeah, was the last we, time? You had two floors? When we moved no. in, when we moved in, I was like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Where's everyone? Why are you talking in this weird fake head? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, what is that? Oh, it's called staircase. <laughs> like, what is it called? <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> but it is fun. It's got lots of space. We got a separate studio, finally. And then I previously... <laughs> I wasn't the issue, you were the issue. You were the issue. <laughs> <laughs> well, previously we um, we have a two-bedroom flat in London and yes. then we were cramped in a small room yeah. and then which um, we're sharing and then it was very small but you know that how precious space in London and then now we can just like, we, can't, we have to like send email sometimes to, oh, you just like can't bother to shout. So <laughs> now, but it's, it's good space, it's good space. You get slack then, or something. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. <laughs> Take it off the email chain. And then when you open the door, you can see sheepy and so on. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. crazy. Like, yeah. Because I would imagine, like, in terms of an inspiration set, mm. that's, a, that's a pretty big move, you know. You've got a lot of amazing stuff on your doorstep. Like mm. the, you know, Yorkshire Dales, North Yorkshire Moors, not too far away. Mm. And even if you want to go across, see, towards Manchester, Pennines and what have you. Mm-hmm. So in terms of inspiration, I think you kind of draw it from everywhere in your daily life, really. Like even downstairs getting a beer, the, uh, the guy with the t-shirt, I thought that's pretty cool, but it looks like an upside down enema. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him that? No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should, we should reserve that till later on. That'll yeah. be good. But I think that's, that's quite an interesting slant, because I know we spoke to, is anyone familiar with James Gilliard? Yeah, so we spoke oh, to James. I met him. He's from Scunthorpe. He is from Scunthorpe. He is. And he's just got, I don't know if it's I met him. Um, did you, where did you meet you? I met him in um, also at BMW. I've done this uh, like BMW thing like te- several times. Right, okay. So, <laughs> so about I BMW. met lots of people from then. Yeah, so I, was, I saw him. So, where did you live? I mean, I live in Scunthorpe. I used did to you live like, in why? London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he moved to Scunthorpe. I as think well. so, yeah. Oh, and oh. that's where the Y came in. Yeah. Because yeah, he was based in Japan, wasn't he? And then, so he's met his wife in no? Japan. No, I, I thought he used to live in London. Yeah, that's he did used to live in London. Yeah, he used yeah. to live in London. So, but I don't, I don't know where, where he moved to after London. But they just said uh, oh, this is a very no. He seems a very humble, nice guy. But uh, that's what we creative people always are like. Very quiet from the outset, and then you just when you chat to them, and then decide to be very chatty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> when you start like unpicking like what you've done and how you've worked through. I think that's the thing. It's trying to look back on it. Yeah. And think right, okay, where do I go next? It's yeah. quite an exciting change. I so always love. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> there are slants to that. There are slants to that. So, in in terms of full circle, in terms of where where you've been and where you want to go, obviously we talk about the agencies, a big shift. What piece of advice would you have if you went back to the beginning? Don't do it. Right. <laughs> Be commercial. Don't do it. Chase money. I no. <laughs> money, money, money. Um, and just focus on your personal project. Um, like what is your what you're actually good at what style that you're trying to do yeah. and then not um, don't try to copy the others uh, but I think it's very important because the best you can be is just very close to someone else's style so um, well, that's not true you can, no? you can make your own way I mean yeah you can disagree but this is my yeah, opinion. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I think but I think the best yes. styles I think the Disruption. best styles always comes from something like 
like flash in your mind. Oh, I want to draw something like that. Like whilst you're gymming, oh, I got this idea. I need to put it down. I think the best personal idea always comes from that, rather than someone else's work. Yeah. So I think if you're trying to copy someone else's work and try to improve your skill, that's fine. But um, it's quite different. And then unless you massively develop into something completely different, otherwise you always, always have the influence of somebody else's work in your work. So it's alright to have influence, but I think you have to make stuff your own. Yes. Yeah. Is that what you would say, like from your point of view, James? I was going to say, fuck websites like Fiverr or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Just be disruptive, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> I think inspiration is fine, but you have to take, take that as a... It's like with tutorials, okay? Oh, there's a story years ago where I used to do a lot of writing for um, like computer arts and what have you, mm. and this, this one guy sent me his showreel, and he basically rendered out a tutorial that I made. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> so why are you sending it to me? Anyway, but tutorials and uh, inspiration is absolutely fine, but just <coughs> take that as a learning curve and uh, make it your own rather than just regurgitating, because people know in a creative industry when you just copied something or followed something. Mm. So, yeah, make, well, stuff, make stuff into your own personality. I think that's it. Like, going back, there's a couple of key points across the day. And fuck Fiverr. Fuck Fiverr. <laughs> Uh, and then also, should we just start with fuck YouTube? Oh, maybe like, Fiverr decided to sponsor Crazy Animal Fit. I know, we <laughs> love Fiverr. Right? <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the fact that you want to try and make work to break work, that kind of space, like that whole I just think, keep going, like there's never I a wrong answer. I think in me you need that kind of a f like all of a sudden flash of an idea, like oh that is going to be so great. Because yeah. you're passionate then, aren't you? Yeah, but um, you just need that, that is something your own, that is not someone else's. <coughs> and then you need to keep on going to jogging and going swimming and that moment only happens when you're doing something completely different. Yeah. And then I just, I never find any inspiration of a look in someone else's Instagram or someone else's work. It just, it is so difficult. Except because you're your own, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this always happens when you're not working. It's like watching TV. Oh, God, this genius idea. So I'm like, well, that's it. I think that's yeah. why changing things up and putting yourself in a, in a yeah. new space and constantly making yourself feel... Yeah. It's going to sound comfortable. I don't mean like that. But you know what I mean. Like outside of your normal comfort zone. Yeah, is really definitely. Important. That's where the magic happens, though, isn't it? Really? Mm. Outside your own comfort zone. 100%. Yeah. Especially being in a really hot, small space. Yeah. <laughs> With lots of uh, disco balls going on. With lots of disco balls, yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have any questions for Jing and James? No? Well, Jing and James, we're doing... Go. Why do you close off me and I miss James's idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always okay, James, fun James, <laughs> Wow, my hands are fine. But uh, it's just, uh, it, it's, what was it? There was two options. There was that or Mad Evil. And I thought it's like a, it's a weird superhero uh, persona. And that was, that's the deepest I got. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Evil? That was the other option. But then that's I thought it was, I don't know, it's a, it was a bit too common. In all, not common, but like, uh, mm. I thought it could have been used by someone else previous or what who would call himself fucking mutant hands? <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of Alien Hand. Do you remember Alien Hand Syndrome? You see that program Channel 4 with people just like, oh, sorry, Alien Hands. Like, <laughs> is that really a thing? I don't know. I mean, it is now, I guess. It is a thing now. Yeah, every time, there, when I, <laughs> every time when I send over a contract to my clients, they mm. always say, ha, 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 it's a mutant hand. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a good thing, because at least they remember it. There's no other <laughs> studio. Exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Signing it off, saying yeah. it back. <laughs> <laughs> mutant hands, one word, no gap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to change it at one point, but then it's kind of too far gone. So, I like I mean, it. It's kind of, I think it's good. No, yeah, there's a lot of people just change it to their, to their name. 
dot mm. studio or whatever. And mm. oh, it's okay, but it's a bit boring. Well, I think in terms of where you want to go and commercializing it, mm. you know, obviously that makes sense because at least you could back away and still be in your own right. And Mutant Hands could be a. It's got a personality. Could be your to child. It, I think. Mm. And also, when you write it, it's quite bouncy. It oh, is bouncy. Yeah. Never thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Thank you very much. Thanks again for listening. We hope you enjoyed our chat. We hope to see you at the next Block Party event in 2019. And if you'd like to attend, visit crazyanimalface.co.uk forward slash illustration block party. And also visit crazyanimalface.co.uk while you're there and sign up to the mailing list. See you next time.